is the Nerd Talkalypse Podcast, your one-stop shop for everything nerd. We provide the latest and greatest from trending pop culture and fandoms alike. So take a break from killing zombies with your lightsaber, hang up your cape and cowl, and hop onto the Hogwarts Express and ride your way over to Geek Down to fight our gym leaders and hosts of the show, Lane Stipe and Deej Penhollow. What's up, nerd enthusiasts? Thank you for joining us for episode eighty-four of Nerd Talk Lips Podcast. Yeah, yeah. So we have a pretty light show this week. Nothing real crazy. Just trying to keep episodes coming out. But, um, but uh, with the ending of Dragon Ball Super, we must discuss it. So absolutely. So that's this week's main discussion. There's no news, no nothing else. We have a couple, two little announcements here um, for everybody out there. We are now officially available on Spotify. I can't remember if we talked about that. Um, on right. Friday's episode that we put out. Maybe. Or not, but we're there on Spotify. You can find us there. It's pretty nice. Spotify is pretty well-known, well-used. I use it. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. So, so it's always the first question people ask if we're on Spotify. So um, we are now. Um, my comic book, I just got a uh, reissue of Issue Zero. It's back again, so uh, we can talk about that a little bit more another time or something like that but it's there you can go check it out on facebook.com slash deadleap um and we'll yeah we'll go from there there's no yeah no other news or anything like that there was a <laughs> potential there did you see that thing that rick and morty might have come back yesterday <laughs> might have came back yesterday <laughs> yeah people were like freaking out about it yesterday morning because last year that's when season three premiered oh. it was april fool's day oh yeah so people were like freaking out, like that you know it was going to happen at like nine o'clock last night. But oh, April Fools! Yeah, for sure. You know, I'm surprised I didn't get the only. I only got one. I only saw one nerdy news article that was like bullshit. What? And that was a uh, cursed child poster, like oh a yeah, 2020 movie poster with Harry Potter, with like Daniel Radcliffe on yeah. it. And I was like, ah, that's totally fucking bullshit. Oh yeah. Somebody sent it to me a messenger. I was like, 22 hours ago, huh? I was <laughs> like, uh. Totally don't believe that shit. Not for a fucking long shot. Like maybe tomorrow I would believe it, but I don't even really care. That book was okay. I would like to see a movie though. I think it'd be interesting. Yeah. If it did it, it would. It would be way bigger news than that though. Oh, for sure. Like nobody's just gonna fucking see a photoshopped ass <coughs> picture of Daniel Radcliffe. Okay. So as per the usual Dragon Ball episodes, I believe we're last time we. Last episode, we talked about Dragon Ball. We talked about when Goku reached the Ultra Instinct, when he was fighting against Jiren. Uh, Jiren deflected the spirit bomb back at Goku, and it pretty much exploded on Goku. And he somehow the power coming from the spirit bomb, and uh, you know his like almost dying, and like all, all of these things mixed at once, all the catalysts involved caused him to reach a level known as Ultra Instinct, which not even any of the gods of destruction have ever mastered. Now, the angels, I believe, constantly are using Ultra Instinct. They just are, you know, that's just who they are. But, uh, yeah, so we're going to discuss what, what, discuss what has happened since then. I believe this is, if I'm reading this correctly, <coughs> around episode 116 of what they're saying on here is season five. Is the Universal Survival Arc? I don't give a shit about those seasons. <laughs> That's irrelevant. Well, some people might. So, yeah. um, well, on no website that we watch it on is it ever referred to as season five or four? It's always just the episode number. Right, right. But it's not really pertinent information. I'm trying to think here. I'm trying to read ahead. I think the sign of a comeback ultra instinct huge explosion is that the first one that, that happens we're going to be spoiling this there's lots of spoilers so if you haven't watched it and if you're just watching it in english you know we're we're talking about the ending in japanese like we Japan, the japanese version is over it's done until the movie coming out in december and uh, from i read an article today saying that it's been verified that uh next april it's oh, going to start you know, a new a new saga Oh, oh, that's cool. That's what I saw. Who knows if it was real? I don't oh, know. Oh, interesting. But. Well, it'll have. <coughs> let me see here if I can. Usually, there's just that same website we used to watch the show, also has news, like very pertinent information. It scrolls across the top sometimes. Mm. Maybe not. Oh yeah. Oh. Oh well, nothing on here. Yeah, that's still that's about a year away from now, so yeah, we won't know anything for sure until towards the end of this year, I imagine. 
Yeah, probably right after <clears throat> the movie comes out and does well and whatever. Oh, I hope so. Oh, I guarantee it'll do fucking awesome based off the track record of Resurrection F. Go up a little bit more. All right. Um, so we're going to start off. Let's do with episode 113 with Great Joy, the repeat battle crazy Saiyan fight. Now, as, you're, as you know, from the tournament between Beerus' universe and Chompa's universe, they had a Saiyan on on that universe. Yeah. And for the tournament, they brought in more Saiyans, which would be, there was three of them total. Uh, Kefla. No, not Kefla. Uh, Khalifa. Kale. And fucking, what's the guy's name? Cobb? Cobby? Kaba. Kaba. Okay. <clears throat> uh, Khalifa demands that Goku fight her and teach her how to unlock Super Saiyan 3 because, you know, like, these Saiyans somehow just just transcend, like, they just become, like, learning Super Saiyan is just easy for them, apparently, I guess, whatever. Maybe it's different in their universe. Maybe they just reach that power level easier. And uh, that that was the yeah. whole, like, feel it in your back thing. And they're like, yeah, oh, the yeah, and then now I'm a Super Saiyan. <laughs> I love I that. I mean, they looked back. really cool, and they were, uh, I like the way, I, I mean, it was just, like you said, it was too too easy. Yeah, and it, I mean, it's still cool. The first female Super Saiyan that we've ever seen. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. So uh, <coughs> they want them to teach Goku. They want Goku to, or she wants Goku to teach her to become stronger because, you know, she's loving this power she's receiving. So uh, she wants to win the tournament. Uh, she begins fighting Goku, who does not ad- initially power up beyond his base form. However, Goku's superior martial arts skills allow him to keep up with her, even in her Super Saiyan 2 form. Eventually, she is able to adapt to his moves, which forces Goku to power up to Super Saiyan 2 himself. The two of them fight evenly for some time. Now, I wouldn't say that. Goku was definitely going easy on her. Like, Oh, yeah. If Goku wanted to obliterate her at any given time, she, he could have, I imagine. Um, Goku later calls in Kale to join the battle. Now, Kale is the Broly-esque type girl. She's always like she's like she's all quiet and weird and awkward, but until she gets pissed, then she's not. <laughs> so, and that skipped us down way up. Oh. So uh, he calls in Kale to join the battle. Uh, his superior power and skill enables him to fight them both at once, but they are able to match him work by working together. They land a massive combined attack on him, but Goku powers up to Sorry. Super Saiyan 3 and easily deflects their attacks. However, Goku lacks the stamina to maintain that form and reverts to Super Saiyan 2. Uh, Super Saiyan 3 is very tough on the stamina. And we proved that when Goku fought Fat Boo in Dragon Ball Z in uh, Season 8. Which is still pretty weird. So like, God it still drains on him. It's still a lot of drain energy. God forms don't do. Th- they must transcend those. Must, yeah, for sure. Because it's a god key opposed to just like straight out of your body. Like it's. It's pretty crazy. Um. Yeah. So uh, he goes back to Kale's desire to become stronger inadvertently causes her to transform into a Berserker Super Saiyan ra- uh, form again. <coughs> that, dude, that Berserker Super Saiyan form is crazy shit. <laughs> All right, so then it moves us into episode 114, Intimidating Passion, the birth of a new super warrior. So Vegeta continues his battle with Topo, while Khalifla is able to help Kale regain control of her berserker form. Quick thing on Vegeta and Topo real quick before we like, uh, I love when he's like, uh, Vegeta's like, I don't want to fight the second fiddle, and Topo's like, aren't you the second fiddle too? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's so funny, dude. Uh so yeah, Kale ends up getting like control of her berserker form, which is very strange. That's cool. It's, re- it's really cool, but it's it's super weird. So she's just as powerful as Broly, but totally fucking lucid. I bet she's more powerful than Broly. Yeah. Oh yeah, probably. Um. So Khalifa and Kale battle Goku together, and they are able to hold him off. Meanwhile, Frieza is confronted by Kato Pesla. <laughs> Kato Pesla. I but... believe that's the guy that was able to like. He like he had the S on his chest or whatever. He could change his form. Boom. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, but they are interrupted by Goku uh, by Goku's battle with Khalifa and Kale. Frieza wants to fight Khalifa and Kale, but Goku insists that he will fight them himself. Frieza backs down and watches the fight. The three Saiyans resume their battle. After unsuccessfully attempting to use Instantron's mission as a strategy, Goku powers up his to his Super Saiyan God form and easily overpowers the two of them. As Goku prepares to eliminate Khalifa and Kale. With a powerful Kamehameha. Yeah, that's the guy. Kato Pesla is that guy. He can, every time, he like, it's kind of like a Super Saiyan transformation. It changes like, oh, P, I'm powerful, and S is for speed, and yeah. does U for like ultimate and shit. It's crazy. <laughs> um, yeah, so just as uh, just as he's about to uh, 
eliminate them with a powerful Kamehameha, it is revealed that the girls were given a pair of Patara earrings um, by Fuwa, Universe's Six's Supreme Kai. They use the earrings and fuse to become a single being with immense power who takes the form or the name of Kefla. Yeah, so we got a Broly-type chick fusing with another Super Saiyan 2. And so that that's crazy. Like, that is strong. Yeah, really fucking strong. Kefla. And that was awesome. I liked that. Like, the shit was cool. The whole Yeah, the whole entire, like, because it lasted a couple episodes. And it was dope, dude. This is that episode with that with the craziest Dragon Ball moment ever? No, that's this one. Oh, okay, okay. So we got uh, next episode 115, Goku versus Kefla, Super Saiyan Blue defeated. That's one thing I hated about this Super is, like, the titles, like, gave away everything. Like, it's like, Goku versus Vegeta. Vegeta loses. What happens next on Dragon Ball Z? It's like, well, what the fuck do you think happens next? Like, Vegeta loses. You just fucking told me. I hated that about it, man. It just drives me crazy. So uh, as Vegeta shit. continues to fight Topo, which is, there's nothing really too exciting going on in that fight. It's just... Like, it'll show them fight a little bit, and it'll like go on to Goku. It just There's just a little preface for the fight that happens much later, which is fucking awesome. Yes. Uh, Gohan and Piccolo are engaged with Sayonel and Prina. Uh, I believe those are the other Namekians. Yes. Uh, number 18 is attacked by Kato Pesla, but she is saved by number 17. 18 had hurt herself or something. She wasn't able to move as fast, so 17 came in to save the day. Meanwhile, Goku continues his fight with Kefla, the Grand Zeno and the future Grand Zeno. Approve Kefla's use of the Patara earrings because it is interesting. Even though they're not allowed to use outside uh, weapons or anything, they they liked it and it was awesome. So that's all right. <laughs> um, so then, then this this and so like all the gods are like, oh, take our earrings and shit, blah 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 blah. And I don't, I don't, I think somebody did. One of them threw their earrings and somebody missed it, and then like somebody or somebody else blew it up or something. It, I, don't, I don't know. I, th- I was gonna say I didn't I, I didn't catch that because I thought that that was gonna happen. There was gonna be another fusion, but mm-hmm. it never did happen. Uh, the other the other universes consider giving the Batar to their warriors as well. Pell, the Supreme Kai of Universe Two, gives his Batar to Rebonra, Rebrain, Rebrain. Oh, I hated that person, Rebrian, or however you say it, and Zarbudo. But the earrings are destroyed by Kefla charging through them to continue fighting Goku. That's right. That's okay. What that makes sense. I must have missed that. It's like they like caught the earrings and then like Kefla just comes flying through, boom, boom, and it destroys the earrings. <laughs> like, well, there's so much for that. Uh, the battle becomes intense with Kefla Kefla gaining the upper hand. Goku powers up to Super Saiyan Blue, but Kefla counters by powering up to Super Saiyan. However, Goku uses the Kaioken and regains the advantage. He appears to be winning, but Kefla lands a sneak attack that knocks him out of the Super Saiyan Blue. She prepares to eliminate him, but Goku unexpectedly reawakens Ultra Instinct again and easily dodges her attacks. Which, like, it was all, like, he's just standing there, and then, like, she, like, sends this attack at him, and he just goes, and then it's, like, fly. I was like, ha, <laughs> like I love Ultra Instinct. That's absolutely awesome. Even like, even that that version of it, which isn't the true. Yeah, th- this is just the not even the mastered Ultra Instinct. This is just like yeah, the, it's so fucking cool. Oh, it's awesome. Like just the the look on his face, just the the ease of how he gets like just doesn't get hit by things. Like it's insane. <laughs> All right, so then that brings us to this dope fucking episode. And the, don't get it misconstrued here either. Like if Goku was at full stamina and he turned Super Saiyan Blue, he would have easily defeated Kefla. But he's been fighting since the beginning of this. Getting Dude, I want to see what he's gonna. Get. I want to see him get to a point because I kept saying to myself, like, what's gonna happen next after Ultra Instinct? And then, you know, obviously at the end of it, they give you, yeah, that he he was unable to attain it or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, I want to see him be able to attain it on his own at full stamina. Oh, it'd be insane. That'd be insane. like right at the beginning of a fucking battle. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. That would be. There'd some have to be somebody to strong fucking... enough to fucking fight him though. He'd have to fight an angel, I think. What about that original Super Saiyan God? Yamoshi? That's the that's the uh, that's the uh rumor of who's gonna be in the new movie. I bet you that I bet you that's what he does and I bet you like it ends up being another ultra interesting showdown. Maybe. I don't know. That's impossible to say. I mean like that's gonna be fucking crazy, dude. I know. I don't even know. It's, there's gonna be all speculation like crazy. We just got one tiny little teaser trailer for this movie, so Yeah. We wait until we see it better. That's gonna be really fucking interesting. Okay, all right. But so like I said, like I said, he was you know he's been getting his ass kicked and he just got hit by his own spirit bomb and then get up beat up by Jiren. So you know he's fighting this fucking fusion form, you know, with barely any stamina. So like, that's the thing. Like Goku would have easily defeated this, I think, if it wasn't. Yeah. For... I'd like to see him fight an angel. Yeah. It'd be crazy. I don't know if they fight. Do you think they? Fight? I can't believe that. 
like the power that we said. Okay, so episode 116, the sign of a comeback, Ultra Instinct's huge explosion. Okay, so to counter Goku's increase in power, Kefla powers up to Super Saiyan 2, and the two of them face off. <coughs> Goku is still easily easily dodges Kefla's well, attack. This was crazy. Like, they were both powering up. Like, she powered up, and it was huge, and everybody was getting fucking hit with energy, and, <laughs> and like, Goku's, like, powers up, and he's like, that's all I need. Like, he powered up a little bit, and he was good. <laughs> uh... Goku still easily dodges Kefla's attacks, but his own attacks are not strong enough to take her down. Whis explains that when Goku launches his attacks, it interferes with his connection and prevents him from using Ultra Instinct to its full potential. Meaning that so I'm gonna put some uh, Ultra Instinct is like a defense thing, like where you, you you like dodge without thinking about it. Like you don't have to think; you just do. Now, but to use it in you know, attacking, in you know to you know do use it for attacking is much more difficult because it's harder to not think about attacking. Right. Dodging, it's, you, know, you can use your instinct, but like for punching, you're thinking about hitting them in the face. You're thinking about how hard you're doing it. And Goku couldn't, he couldn't differentiate between doing it naturally or they were thinking about it. So he wasn't getting it, as much power out of it as he needed to. Right. Um, so Jiren senses the energy from the battle, which prompts him to awaken from his meditation and rejoin Topo and Dispo. Who's just flying, floating when he's not supposed <laughs> to be able to. <laughs> Vegeta realizes the Ultra instinct is, instinct is a level of skill that Whis was training him um, and, and Goku. Goku to attain and decides that he must reach it too. Goku be, I love the foreshadowing there because I never really thought about that whenever yeah. he would do that on the planet. Um, <coughs> Goku begins running low on stamina, so he declares that he will end the fight with this next attack. Kefla panics and unleashes a multitude of deadly energy, energy beams. Her ultimate attack devastates the ring, but Goku easily dodges her blast while charging a Kamehameha. Oh my wave. God. <laughs> Goku jumps into the air, so Kefla focuses all the power into a single blast. Oh, oh my god! And this launches is, it at him. This, that, this up to this point, this was the most awesome <laughs> shit that I have ever seen. Like taking advantage of its apparent inability mm-hmm. to dodge, however, he backflips and uses the charged up energy to slide over her attack. Slide up her attack, like, like imagine like a big energy beam, and he has a little ball of Kamehameha wave in his hand, and he's using it to glide up her attack towards him. <laughs> so Kefla, oh, <laughs> we're gonna have to watch this scene. <laughs> He slides over her attack and launches his Kamehameha at point-blank range, blasting Kefla out of the ring, eliminating her right to the fucking face. Oh, my God. It was huge. That was that Kamehameha wave was insane. Oh, yeah. For real. Um, her Batara earrings shatter, and she splits back into Kale and Khalifla. With both of them eliminated, Sayonel and Perina. Those are those Namekians. <laughs> okay. Are... The only remaining warriors of from Team Universe Six. Now I don't know if we talked about it in the episode, but Hit had been eliminated by Jiren uh, pr- prior to this. Jiren kicked his ass. Like Hit did pretty good. You know he did all right. He almost got Jiren out, like with his tricks. You know with Hit's little his lower time skip things and it's. But <laughs> I love everybody was anticipating that he ha- had a time clone or something, and he wasn't out. But that never fell through. So yeah. <clears throat> All right, so now we got Showdown of Love, Androids versus Universe 2, and I fucking hate Universe 2. We should just skip this one. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to read it quick. Goku is left exhausted from his battle with Kefla. He is confronted by all five remaining warriors from Universe 2. This is with that Rebrianne chick, that big fat girl. Uh, Goku and Piccolo try to help him, but they are intercepted by Sayonel and Prina. Elsewhere, Vegeta faces off against Kato Pesla and tries to unlock Ultra Instinct. He just like... Not even trying. He's just getting like hit and punched, and then finally he's like, "Fuck this! Like I'm, I don't give a shit anymore. I'm fucking you up." Like, <laughs> uh, however, he is unsuccessful and resorts to his normal fighting style. Vegeta easily overpowers Kato Pesla. Uh, Rosie and Rebrian launch a combined attack at Goku, but number seventeen and eighteen arrive in the time to deflect it because Goku is really weak, and they were taking advantage of this. Yes. Uh, the androids battle Rosie and Rebrian. Number seventeen defeats and eliminates Rosie, while number eighteen knocks Rebrian out of her powered-up transformation. Oh yeah, is that that one where he fucking? He, like, interrupted the transformation, and everybody was like, what the no, fuck, No, that bro? was way in the beginning. Oh, okay. That shit was fucking funny. No, she just knocked her out of the trans. Like, she hit her, knocked her out so hard oh, that okay. she detransformed. Like I loved that thing. scene, though. That uh, shit was funny. <laughs> this causes her to revert to Brienne. Brienne is able to catch number 18 in an energy trap while her comrades from Universe 2 send their love to her. This allows Brienne to transform to a giant manifestation version of this super Brienne form. Number 18 almost gives up until her love for Krillin and Marin gives her the determination to break free from of Rebrian's trap. This episode was actually pretty badass. With number 17's help, number 18 blasts through Rebrian's giant form and eliminates her. They were like running up her, remember, and like he was like using his, his like android barrier to block the blast and she does come up and she like, oh yeah. That's how she broke out of that like yeah. other dimension. Yeah. 
and eliminates her, Brienne realizes that she lost because of number 18's strong love for Krillin. And Goku faces off against Zerloin, Zarbuto, and Rebrana of Universe 2. Now, Rebrana, I, I was wrong. Rebrana is that really tall guy that had like a dick head. Oh, That's yeah. one of the guy that they were going to give the ring, uh, the earrings to. The one with the crazy-ass fucking ability? He pretty much ended up being Rebrienne. Oh, Remember okay. those three guys that oh, ended up being the right. same as those two, those three women? Like that's it, right. I forgot about that. Fucking stupid. Yeah, so that was interesting. All right, so now we're moving into 118. Uh, accelerated Tragedy, Vanishing Universes. <coughs> um, You want to try to say this one in Japanese? It's right there. Kaso kushuru hegeki kaiguku uchu. Okay, Goku battles against Zerloin, Zarbuto, and Rebrana. Re- yeah. Tenzerloin. Rebanra. Tenzer. Oh, Tenzerloin. <laughs> Pork Tenzerloin. Zerloin steak. <laughs> yeah. Uh, from Universe 2. While Gohan and Piccolo are fighting against Cyanel and Perina, Cyanel and Perina's power suddenly increases, and it is revealed that they are, have e- had each fused with many Namekians from the universe before coming to the tournament, which greatly includes increase their own powers. Number 17 and 18 join Goku to help in the battle against the remaining Universe 2 warriors. It is revealed that the Universe 2's angel, um, Sour, I guess his name is, has been broadcasting the tournament to the populace of their universe. Universe 2's <coughs> inhabitants channel their love to Zerloin, Zarbuto, and Rabanra, <laughs> <laughs> who are able to transform into forms similar to Ribian, Rosie, and Kakusana's transformed states. Mm-hmm. Goku... Number 17 and number 18 battles Erloin, Zarbuto, and Ravana, while Gohan and Piccolo continue fighting Sionel, Sionel and Perina. The Universe 2's trio unleash a legendary Universe 2 technique, the Pretty Black Hole, which traps and threatens to sink Goku, number 17 and 18, through the fighting stage. Goku powers up to Super Saiyan Blue and breaks through... Well, wait, wait. before this, like, this is a black hole, okay? Like, this has all the same, like, that, that set the programmer talked about it. This is, like, Goku couldn't instant transmission out of it. His like even when he shot his Kamehameha wave, it was like like oh, having a hard time getting out because like black holes suck in light, and so like it, for him to be able to even stand up in a black hole is immense and crazy strength. Like, well, yeah, dude. If 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 you or I go into a black hole, we would be dead. We would become. It's well, like a scientific flat. term called spaghettification. Well, yeah, we just be into little long little slivers. Yep, you get you be literally become spaghetti. It's fucking crazy. Mm. <laughs> so the pretty black hole. Which traps to threaten and send Goku. Okay. Um, they try to break through the... Super, Goku powers up to Super Saiyan Blue and tries to break through the Pretty Black Hole with a Kamehameha that eliminates um, Zerloin's Arbido and Urbanra while Gohan and Piccolo blast Sino and Perina off the ring with a powerful combined attack that eliminates them as well with all of the fighters eliminated. Both Universe 2 and Universe 6 are erased. Brienne leads <coughs> uh, Universe 2 in a final happy moment before their erasure while Cobb wishes Vegeta good luck. Um, Ch- Champa taunts Beerus before being erased, and Beerus remains impassive in the face of his brother's erasure. It was actually kind of sad. It was when he was just like pulled his eye down. Mm. <laughs> um, See, but we we got to mention too, like these Namekians they were battling from Universe Six. They were very powerful. Oh yeah, like, oh yeah. Said it right so here, they like in, the, took all them fucking yeah. every other Namekian on their planet, like, and they absorbed them all. Just two of them. I'm like that is insane. Like, that's that's crazy. How shit. strong Piccolo got just from having Kami and Nail. Imagine all of them. Like yeah, that's insane. So then Vegeta faces off against Cato Pesla and warns him at the end, or that he's in oh, a bad yeah. mood. It's like now I'm in a bad mood, and we're like, hey! like I can't wait to see what Vegeta does. So Very we got uh, unavoidable the fierce stealth attack. Vegeta overpowers Kato Pesla and drives him to the edge of the ring. Kato Pesla is able to catch himself, but he is pushed over the edge and eliminated by an unseen force. Looked like somebody invisible hit him. Uh, Vegeta and Gohan are attacked by the same force, but Vegeta is able to stop himself from going over the edge while Piccolo catches Gohan. Uh, number 18 is attacked by the invisible fighter, who's revealed to be one of the missing Universe 4 fighters, Gamisaras. Gohan creates a cloud of dust that coats Gamisaras, which allows Piccolo to see him and easily eliminates Gamisaras. <laughs> Undaunted, Quitella orders the remaining Universe 4. Quitella is the, uh, little, the god of destruction who looks like a little mouse. Uh, or does the remaining Universe 4 fighters just step up their game? Shansa generates a dome that envelops the Universe 7 team and manifests illusions of the defeated mo- fighters from the erased universes. However, Piccolo spots Shansa and blasts him off the ring. And that guy wasn't powerful at all. It was all mind tricks. Yeah. Uh, which eliminates him and destroys the illusions. Universe 4's l- last fighter, Damon, is also assumed to be invisible since no one can see him. 
Piccolo is able to sense Damon's attacks, but he proves a- unable to hit Damon. It's really funny because like, he's like punching at nothing. He's like, I can't hit it. Fuck. Like, oh, yeah, the tiny ass bug yeah. thing. And it knocks him out of the ring and eliminates him. Uh, P- Piccolo got eliminated right here, actually. Yeah. Um, number 17 discovers the truth and exposes Damon as a tiny bug like creature rather than an invisible person, which explains why none of the fighters were able to hit him. To solve the problem, Goku repeatedly punches the ring and creates shock waves that launch Damon into the air, which cancels out his agility and allows number 17 to hit him with energy blasts. Number 17 traps Damon in a miniature force field and kicks him out of the ring. Fuck it. That was great. Like, he put him a little a- android barrier and just could do like a soccer ball. Boom, boom. <laughs> it was fucking awesome, dude. I love Android 17. Every, yeah, he, he was a monster in this. Like, I, he's, he's one of my favorite favorites. Like, yeah, for sure. Okay, so episode 120, The Perfect Survival Tactic, Universe 3's Menacing Assassin. <coughs> Following the elimination of uh, Universe Set 4, the remaining fighters of, from universe, universe 3 take the offensive and <laughs> against Universe 7, while Viara is defeated and eliminated by number 17 and 18's combined efforts. Paparoni, is that really his name? Paparoni. Sends wait where Paparoni, <laughs> Paparoni. I, I guess what the fuck Paparoni <laughs> sends Panchia, Koitsukai, and Bullerator to attack Goku, Gohan, and Vegeta to help to help Goku and Vegeta save their energy to confront Universe Seven or Eleven. Um, Gohan decides to face the three robots alone. He gains the. <laughs> Now I can't get that thing out of my pepperoni. Head. Something something <laughs> happened recently. Like, what was it, man? Where they said like pe- pepperoni. Uh, you guys are they made like some song about it or something at Domino's. Pepperoni. Like you. That was no. That was something else. That was that was for ha- that was for Halloween one year. But the, there was something. It was like we were listening. We were watching something or something like that, and they were like pepperoni. It was fucking hilarious. We were dying, dude. Mm. You remember that? Does that sound familiar to you? I don't know, man. It was like I don't. You could talk to my Papa Roni, or I don't know. I, I'm not sure. Was it on Flash or? Oh, it was. Oh yeah, it was fucking Zaz on fucking Gotham. He what? said some shit to Penguin like with pepperoni. Like oh. someone say pepperoni, yeah. like <laughs> some shit like that. Oh man, it was so funny. Okay, that's. I, I do right. remember that scene now. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> that was bothering me. <laughs> Zaz is fucking funny. I love. I know, man. All right, so he gains the upper hand <laughs> until Paparoni has has them combined together into a much stronger robot called the I don't even know Koichirator, whatever the fuck that is. Koichirator overpowers Gohan until Goku and Vegeta step in. The two distract the enemy while Gohan charges and strikes with an attack powerful enough to defeat it. With this robot defeated, Paparoni refuses to surrender and declares he will unleash his trump card on Universe Seven. Paparoni, it's fucking weird, dude. All right, so we got All Out War, the ultimate quadruple merge versus Universe Seven's full-scale attack. Paparoni and Cotterator merge to form Anilaza, which is like a big, white-looking, big, big old monster, uh, the most powerful warrior from Universe Three. Anilaza begins to overwhelm the Saiyans, which forces Number Seventeen and Number Eighteen to re- reinforce them. Reinforce them. The five attempt to coordinate their attacks to catch Anilaza off guard, but he deflects them. Deflects them all. Uh, he is. It is revealed that Anilaza can be can use echolocation to detect his opponent's movements. Analaza begins teleporting his punches and he nearly knocks Goku off the stage. He's like a mixture of like Hyrudegarn. The fuck is Hyrudegarn? Hyrudegarn is from uh, that movie with Goku. Uh, it's called Wrath of the Dragon. Have I seen that? Yes. Goku turns Super Saiyan 3 uses that Super Dragon Fist where he punches it. Boom, oh, like, dude, that shit was that dope. That big, giant, gold dragon and it just it crushes him into nothing. Like, that, I love that shit. Yeah, and then, uh, but like Janemba, when he was in his yellow stage, you know, he was, I mean, he could even do it in his little stage, but he could like punch over here and then it would come out of a portal over here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that makes sense. Uh, I love Janemba. And Laza attempts to eat number 18, who is rescued by Goku, and he allows a corner number 17 and overwhelms him. He knocks him off the fighting stage, but number 18 sacrifices herself to kick 17 back into the fighting stage. She is eliminated from the tournament with no other option. The Universe 7 warriors power up to their maximum levels and engage in a key clash with Anilaza. They buy time for number 17 to pierce through Anilaza's attack and damage his energy reactor. This enables the others to overwhelm and eliminate Anilaza with all of their warriors eliminated. Universe 3 is erased, and Universe 7 warriors begin to celebrate. The remaining Universe 11 warriors step forward to challenge them. All right, so now we're going to move on to the next one here. Did I read last, or did you read last? I can't remember. Oh, it was you. Okay, that's right. (coughs) 
All right, so for it's episode 122 for one's own pride, Vegeta's challenge to be the strongest. <coughs> okay. Uh, with only two universes remaining, the Grand Minister, the Grand Master, Grand Minister. Grand Minister. <laughs> well, Grand Master's from Thor Ragnarok, so that's why I'm confusing it. So the Grand Priest, I guess. Probably what they're trying to say. Yeah. Um, compresses the bleachers so yes. that the remaining spectators are all close together. The final warriors begin their battle. Gohan and number 17 battle Topo. Frieza fights Dispo, and Goku and Vegeta battle Jiren. Jiren overwhelms Goku with a flurry of punches, but Vegeta is able to analyze Jiren's attack patterns and dodges his attacks. He lands a solid blow to Jiren's midsection, but Jiren counters with a powerful blast of, or blast that nearly rings Vegeta out. Oh my god, that blast was, like, that fight was pretty crazy. Like, they were going oh, yeah. at it, and, like, he does, like, Vegeta looked like he was dying. Like, that, like, he, Vegeta, Jiren just got, like, right up on him, which was like, da-doom, right yeah. in fucking point blank. I was like, oh! I was just like, um... Meanwhile, Frieza blocks one of Dispo's attacks with his tail. But Dispo uses it to, or as leverage to injure him. <coughs> Frieza's tail really fucks him over sometimes. Yeah. Uh, Jiren disparages Vegeta for his self-righteousness, but Vegeta declares that it is the source of his strength. He powers up a final flash and goads Jiren into taking it head on. However, the attack fails to damage Jiren, who acknowledges that the power of Vegeta's attack before in- incapacitating him. I think this is when he hit him with that crazy blast. Yeah. Very yes. interesting. Now we got body and soul, full power release, Goku and Vegeta. With Vegeta down, Goku faces off against Jiren alone. Meanwhile, the other battles continue. Frieza decides to start fighting Dispo seriously, with Go- while Gohan and number 17 are outmatched against Topo. Outmatched in power, Goku instead uses his key blast to create minefield around Jiren. That was crazy. He was like running around dropping them. Oh, yeah. Dropping them all over the place. But it has no effect. Jiren just like walks right through him. Boom. Like it's nothing. Goku then lures Jiren onto a large rock that extends over the edge of the fighting stage and cuts through the rock with a destructo disc, which was awesome. It causes Jiren to fall, but Jiren is able to push off the falling debris and jumps back into the fighting stage. Angered by his near elimination, Jiren, li- Jiren finally shows his real power and easily overwhelms Goku with a volley of punches. Goku and Vegeta both get back up and power up to Super Saiyan Blue. Goku uses his maximum Kaioken beyond his previous limitations, while Vegeta is able to surpass his limits by tapping into more ki in his body and attains a transformation similar, similar to the Ascended Super Saiyan form, the Super Saiyan Blue evolution form. So he becomes pretty much Super Vegeta in Super Saiyan Blue, which was fucking cool. It's like darker blue hair, and yeah, it, like, like the energy looks different. Some people refer to it as hyper blue. Yeah, well... USSJ is how I, like an ultimate Super Saiyan gen was when like when Trunks was really buff against Cell and Vegeta could get really that was like ultimate Super Saiyan like it was yeah. in between Super Saiyan one and two. This is something like probably in between Super Saiyan one and two version of Super Saiyan Blue. Uh, but he was strong. It was I love the hair, the hair, the dark blue. Yeah, hair it was really rough. fucking cool. Uh, fully powered up, Goku and Vegeta attack Jiren as a team. They are able to catch him off guard with their uncoordinated attacks because they do not fight well together. But that kind of benefited them. <coughs> right. Okay, so uh, episode one twenty four, the fiercely overwhelming assault, Gohan's last stand. As Goku and Vegeta continue their battle with Jiren, the battle between Dispo and Frieza intensifies. The two seem evenly matched until Frieza breaks off the fight and offers to help Universe Eleven win the tournament if they promise to resurrect him with the Super Dragon Balls. Dispo refuses the offer, so Frieza powers up to his golden form and gains the advantage in the fight. Dispo reveals that his ultimate technique. Or Dispo reveals his ultimate technique, the super maximum light speed mode, which increases his power to the to speed even further, or in speed even further, and overwhelms Frieza. Gohan and number seventeen realize that Frieza is in danger of being knocked out and off the fighting stage. So number seventeen just uh, distracts Topo while Gohan goes to Frieza Frieza's aid. Gohan and Frieza take on Dispo as a team, but they have little success. Gohan and Frieza run out of energy, and the cage dissolves before Gohan can land, finishing the blow. However, Gohan is able to grab Dispo and hold him in place, while Frieza launches a blast that knocks them off the fighting stage and eliminates them both from the tournament. <coughs> what happened? I just finished this one right here. Just It was the uh, Gohan versus... They knocked Dispo off? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Freeze launches a blast and, not, and Gohan gets knocked out too. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yep. Okay. Episode 125. With imposing presence, God of Destruction, Topo descends. This was, this was crazy. Mm-hmm. 
Goku and Vegeta continue their battle with Jiren, while number 17 and Topo fight. Number 17 and Topo engage in a beam clash, which Topo is winning. Frieza intervenes and strikes Topo repeatedly from behind, which allows number 17 to overpower Topo's blast. In the wake of the explosion, Topo appears to have been defeated. However, he gets back up and powers up to using the same type of energy as the God of Destruction, the Hakai. That's how they call it. Like in the, in the manga, we hear more about it. Fearless uh, did it to fucking Zamasu in our time. Yeah. When he just, he's like destroyed and whatever, he just, just dead. It's crazy. Um, so like, yeah, everything is hitting and like the rocks are just being destroyed. Like it's like making them not exist anymore. It's beyond just destruction. It's completely er- erasure pretty much. I yeah. guess. And Belmont. Belmont explains that Belmont is the clown god of oh, destruction. Oh, that's right. That's right. Explains that Topo is a candidate to be the Universe 11's next god of destruction. So he can wield the same kind of power. Topo unleashes his new power, which damages the fighting stage and breaks a large portion off of it. Uh, number 17 and Frieza attack Topo repeatedly, but his power is far now far superior to theirs. Topo easily defeats them both. Fortunately, they are able to stay on the fighting stage, but Topo knocks Frieza unconscious and engages in another beam clash with number 17. Beam clash. Love a good old-fashioned beam clash. All right. Here we go. Episode 126. Surpass even a god. Vegeta's desperate blow. Topo easily overpowers number 17's blast. Number 17 is able to evade him for a while by using the broken fighting stages to his advantage, but Topo effortlessly withstands number 17's attacks. Topo prepares to eliminate number 17 with a giant energy blast. Frieza rejoins the battle and deflects Topo's attack. Frieza uses his own energy attacks to immobilize Topo which allows him and number 17 to land numerous attacks, but none of them have any effect. Topo is about to eliminate them both when he is interrupted by Goku and Vegeta, who are still fighting Jiren. Frieza and number 17 are uh, are hit by one of Jiren's attacks, which gives Topo an opportunity to attack Vegeta instead. Topo overwhelms Vegeta with his new power. Topo states that he is he has cast aside everything else in order to become strong enough to win the tournament. However, Vegeta is inspired by his family, his promise to Kaba, and his Saiyan pride. He refuses to cast anything aside. Uh, Vegeta unleashes his full power and overwhelms Topo. Vegeta and Topo both use their ultimate attack. Topo unleashes his energy of destruction, while Vegeta uses the final explosion technique that he used against Majin Buu. Oh, yeah, dude. See, but even before that, he was, like, punching right through that the Hawkeye. Like, yeah. Like, he, he, it didn't matter to Vegeta. Like, he was stronger than the God of Destruction power, that's, which is yeah, crazy. That's, that is crazy. Vegeta's attacks, attack overwhelms Topo's attack, Blasts Topo out of the fighting stage and knocks him out of his God of Destruction state. Vegeta eliminates Topo from the tournament. This also causes even more damage to the fighting stage due to Vegeta being much stronger than the last time he used the final explosion technique. He survives the blast, but his energy is almost completely drained. Number 17 reappears, um, but he has been injured by Jiren's attack. Goku, Vegeta, and number 17 all face off against Jiren, who begins to unleash his full power. This is where shit starts getting nuts. <laughs> not that I mean that shit. That episode was nuts. There's been a lot of nuts shit, but this is where it was just like, oh my god! Like, so Jiren powers up to his maximum, which I don't. I don't think he powered up to his maximum. This was definitely not his maximum, um, or so we thought. Goku, Vegeta, number seventeen, all attack him simultaneously, but he, but he easily overpowers them. Two Super Saiyan gods, Super Saiyans. One using Kaioken, one using Ultimate, I guess, and then seventeen, which is you could you could put him on par with Super Saiyan God, I guess, maybe or whatever. It's pretty fucking powerful, so. Number 17 manages to land a sneak attack and injures Jiren for the first time. Like, he would ride up on him and just, like, blast him. Oh, it was crazy. Uh, Jiren defeats Goku <laughs> and Vegeta while Frieza rejoins the fight and tries to kill Jiren in his golden form. That shit was crazy. Like, he just comes in and kicks him and fucking, like, he, he's furious. He goes, that's it. I'm fucking killing you. Like, he's like, I'm done. Like, Frieza was furious. I was like, oh, my God. I thought some crazy shit was going to happen. And then Frieza, like, goes at him and then Jiren just not takes him out. Not a problem. Oh, man. I love Frieza. Yeah. So, uh, Frieza, however, Frieza is easily defeated as well. Number 17 asks Jiren what his wish on the Super Dragon Balls would be. And Belmont explains that Jiren's endless pursuit of strength was inspired when his parents, most of his comrades, and mentor were killed by a powerful villain. However, his abandonment by his surviving friends turned Jiren into a loner who, dis- who distrusted friendship. And he solely focused on increasing his strength since then. Uh, and he, like, says, uh, what is it? Strength is absolute. Strength. That's all that matters. sit-ups. <laughs> Or 100 sit-ups. <laughs> Run 10 miles every day. <laughs> one punch man. That's ridiculous. What if that was Jiren's training? He's one punch man. He's like, first, <laughs> I did 100 sit-ups. <laughs> the guy was like, that, 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 most people do that. 
Since then, number 17 admires Jiren's human qualities, but he accuses Jiren of using the rest of his universe's team for his own ends. Jiren rebuffs him and fires a powerful energy blast down at number 17. (laughs) Goku, Vegeta, and number 17 uses a barrier to hold back Jiren's blast. And this was a huge blast, like... Not a regular running the mill blast. This thing was like a fucking university erasure blast. Like it was huge, <laughs> and for and it forms force field like a force field like plates. It's do 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 like all those plates. Yeah, and, uh, it, it was it crazy. Them all. <laughs> and then it finally gets on on the last one and fucking uh for and Goku and he puts a force field on Goku and Vegeta and protects them before self destructing to destroy Jiren's blast, which. We like thought he was like it's like I cried like a baby like you know because eighteen was like no I was like oh I was crazy man uh, despite his exhausted state Vegeta faces off against Jiren and declares that he will defeat him so like it, yeah so number seventeen des- destroys himself in order to des- to stop the blast from knocking off Goku and Vegeta because they are the only hope and the uh, uh, Grand Priest ruled that it wasn't Jiren that killed him it was his own choice so he would not be eliminated. Right. Oh, okay. I was following along the wrong one. I wonder if I couldn't catch up with you. All right, so the episode 128, Noble Pride to the End, Vegeta Falls. Vegeta prepares for a final stand against Jiren. Although Vegeta is too exhausted to turn into Super Saiyan, he still decides to take on Jiren. Jiren easily dodges his attacks and continues to pummel Vegeta. Jiren injures Vegeta's left eye in the process. Vegeta is knocked to the brink of elimination and begins to think about the people in his life he cares about most. He gets back up to continue to fight Jiren, who is impressed by Vegeta's pride. Vegeta nearly rings out again. His boot catches onto a floating piece of rubble, which narrowly allows him to stay in the in the fight, because the pieces of the rubble still count as part of the fighting stage. <coughs> Vegeta hears Bulma's voice urging him to fight on. He returns to the fight, or he returns to fight Jiren once again. Jiren is unable to understand why Vegeta continues to fight him. Vegeta fires off a final flash, but Jiren is unfazed. Jiren knocks Vegeta out of the fighting or out of the fighting stage and eliminates him from the tournament. Although but Vegeta like fucking fought like to the last, like he was not even Super Saiyan anymore, and he was trying so hard. He did not give up at no, all. I loved absolutely it. not. Although Vegeta is upset about being unable to last until the end, he gives Goku his remaining energy at the last second before falling out of bounds. Goku turns Super Saiyan Blue and begins to fight Jiren with his remaining power. However, even with Vegeta's energy, Goku is still overwhelmed by Jiren. Goku is knocked back into his base form. When Goku is pushed back to the edge of the fighting stage and only one punch away from defeat, Vegeta shouts at Goku. Goku thinks about how the others have pulled, or have all put their faith in him. As Jiren delivers the final blow, Goku suddenly reactivate, reactivates Ultra Instinct and dodges the attack. With his new power, Goku is able to effortlessly dodge Jiren's attacks. Goku lands a heavy blow on Jiren, which hurts him. Both fighters prepare to face off each other in the final battle. I just got like goosebumps on my head. <laughs> Like, it just tingled my whole scalp. Like, I love it. Just think, huh. Episode 129. Limits super, limits super surpassed. Ultra instinct mastered. I can't, I can't even say it without crying. I think, uh... Whis points out that since Goku has no allies to help him and no time to recover from his strain caused by Ultra Instinct, this will be his last chance to end the battle. He says, like, if Goku loses Ultra Instinct again, it's done. Like, you know, if he, if he reverts out of this power, now it's over. Right. Goku and Jiren resume their battle, but Goku has the same problem he experienced with Kefla. He is unable to attack at his full potential. Goku tries the same trick he used on Kefla by powering up a Kamehameha wave and firing it at Jiren, but Jiren is able to punch through the blast. Belmont is confident that Goku's incomplete Ultra Instinct will not be enough to win, but Vegeta points out that throughout the tournament, all of the Saiyans have been able to surpass their limits and achieve higher levels of power. Jiren is able to trap Goku on a single floating rock and fires a barrage of attacks down, uh, down at him in an attempt to knock him out. Which is crazy. Like a one, like if that rock got destroyed, he was Goku was just like blocking it with his back, like whatever energy he had coming out of his back. Uh, Jiren's attacks with his own punches. Jiren launches a final blast down at Goku, but Goku suddenly powers up immensely. He easily blocks Jiren's blast and jumps back up to the fighting stage. But before that, Goku was like bent over, facing down, but punching up at Jiren. He was like (laughs) moving so fast that he was able to punch up at Jiren, and like some of Goku's got through. And uh, so yeah, Goku jumps back and overpowers him with flurry punches. Whis reveals that Goku has completed his ascension of Ultra Instinct. Goku's hair and eyes have turned silver and now is fully mastered over Ultra Instinct. Like, this scene, like, he, like, throws that big blast at Goku and, like, Goku just, like, boom, like, flies, right, like, right through Jiren. <laughs> and, like, Goku's, like, standing there all, like, cl- shrouded in this energy and he's just holding it and it just, like, he just, like, toot, just Love d- it. disintegrates it. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so then we get to the final, then we get to this, this episode. 
This episode is fucking crazy. Episode 130, the greatest showdown of all time, the ultimate survival battle. Having mastered Ultra Instinct, Goku overpowers and corners Jiren, which forces him to unleash the true extent of his powers finally. Oh my, yeah. The two exchange attacks continuously. Despite almost being defeated twice, Goku stands up and recovers. Which Jiren points out plenty. Right. <laughs> How can you still be fucking coming at me? <laughs> when Jiren asks why Goku refuses to surrender, his friends claim that the source of Goku's strength comes from the trust between him and his companions. Refusing to accept it, an enraged Jiren launches an attack on the bleachers that is <laughs> repelled by... Enraged Jiren? You have no idea how... Oh, my God. Like... <laughs> on the bleachers that is repelled by a furious Goku. Oh, I love when I see Goku pissed. Like, when Goku... Like, he... Oh, my God. This scene... <laughs> like, punches him through everything, dude. Oh. So pissed. So when Goku <laughs> finally defeats him. However, just as Goku is about to knock Jiren out of his body... Or out, his body collapses from the burden of using Ultra Instinct. That shit looks so painful. Yes, it did. Uh, Jiren takes the opportunity to knock Goku off the fighting stage, but Goku is saved by Frieza in number 17. Yeah, he didn't even fucking die, motherfuckers. (laughs) Universe 7 is surprised to see number 17 still alive. As Frieza and number 17 prepare themselves to face Jiren, Goku writhes in pain. This this whole episode, man, like. That episode was fucking crazy. This episode, like, I can't think of another fight that. there, I can't even. It's un. It's unfathomable, man. Like this, Goku in an Ultra Instinct. Like then the fact <coughs> <coughs> that Jiren is so powerful. I know he's able to land punches on somebody that's using a mastered Ultra Instinct that not even the gods of destruction are able to master. Is insane. That is insane to me that he's that strong. It's um, pretty fucking crazy, man. I I don't understand how he can do that. Just from 100 sit-ups? <laughs> <laughs> and for the final episode of Dragon Ball Super, the, mira- the miraculous conclusion, farewell, Goku, until we meet again. I can't, I can't even... I'm going to cry. Like, <laughs> it's making me so choked up. All right. With Goku down, Frieza and number 17 face off against Jiren. And Jiren's pretty weakened right now, but he's still... So at least they have that type of hand. It was a fucking cool-ass battle, too. Oh, this whole fucking episode was cool. And Number 17 manages to injure Jiren, who collapses from exhaustion. Frieza is about to eliminate Jiren, who accepts his impending defeat, but Topo calls out to Jiren and inspires him to keep fighting despite his injuries. Jiren powers up and fires a massive blast at Frieza number 17. They form a barrier to shield themselves, but Frieza is running low on energy and loses his golden form. Before Jiren can overpower them, Goku manages to get back up and rejoins the others. Goku adds his strength to the barrier and enables them to block Jiren's blast. Goku and Frieza take on Jiren together, while number 17 provides cover fire. Working together, Goku and Frieza... Like this... this like they have been more. He, Frieza hates Goku. He wants him dead. Uh, you know, there's no doubt in that. But that seeing them fight together like that was fucking so cool to me. Like it was, dude. It was really cool. And it was so like intense. Yeah. It was such like a just like boom, boom, boom. Like, all right on, you know. Just right not row. stopping, man. Frieza, Frieza's such a monster too. Like Goku and Frieza <laughs> overpower Jiren and tackle him out of the ring. All three of them are eliminated from the tournament. With all their fighters gone, Universe Eleven is erased. And uh, before they get erased, Goku looks at Jiren and says, I-, I would love to fight you again. He's like, you know, this is not over. He goes, you know, he's like, I, I hate the, si- the circumstances, what we were at, and blah, 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 blah. He's like, you know that this fight made us both better, though. He's like, you might not want to hear that, but it's the truth. Yeah. As the only fighter remaining on the, st- the fighting stage, number 17 is declared the winner of the Tournament of Power. Number 17 is given the privilege of getting his wish granted from the Super Dragon Balls. After some consideration, number 17 wishes to restore all of the universes that have been erased which brings all of their inhabitants back to life. That was just such a like a heartwarming scene, man. Just oh, seeing yeah. everybody back in, the, in their universe, and it was just... Ugh. They're so happy. <clears throat> As the erased universes are restored, the Grand Priest reveals that Grand Zeno and the future Grand Zeno had foresaw the outcome of a, virtuous, uh, of a virtuous being winning the Tournament of Power, who would make a selfless wish on the Super Dragon Balls. He also stated that they would have otherwise erased the entire multiverse if the winner had wished for selfish reasons as if this would have shown that the winning universe was no better than the erased universes and the universe excluded from the tournament were not equally worthy of existing. As a reward for doing well in the tournament, Lord Beerus asked Weez to restore Frieza to life as a present. <laughs> Dude, that, that warmed my heart, man. He like, Weez is like, here you go, here's a gift. Boom, and like, his halo's gone. That's he's what like, I'm saying. I was like, I couldn't believe that Weez can do that. Yeah, he's like, here's a, here's a gift from Beerus. And Beerus is just like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he's the god of destruction granting life to somebody. So. Even after Frieza's just like, you know, I'm not going to stop being a bastard, do you fucking yeah, I'm, like, so, <laughs> I'm not going to stop being evil. I'm still going to take over the universe. And Goku's like, I'll stop you. <laughs> <laughs> 
So uh, Jiren establishes a real friendship with Topo and looks forward to having a rematch with Goku someday. The group from Universe 7 return home. Frieza leaves Earth and resumes leadership of his empire. Goku vows to defeat Frieza if he starts causing trouble again. Goku and Vegeta meet for a sparring match in the play. Oh, dude, this thing. <laughs> to, to reminisce on the very first ever Goku versus Vegeta fight when they fought in the mountains. Like, right after Na- Nappa and they went off and, you know, flew off and they were just... The way they stand, is, it was fucking almost exact. So it was Super Saiyan Blue Goku versus Super Saiyan Blue Vegeta they, in the place where they first fought, which exactly. Now, Goku reveals that he cannot use Ultra Instinct anymore. Goku believes that he attained it by accident during the tournament. Goku and Vegeta declare that they will keep finding new levels of strength as they race towards each other to fight. Beautiful. Yeah. I, that was an awesome way to end it, I think. like, If there's going to be more, then fuck yeah. But I mean, yeah, and, and who knows? I wonder, hmm. I wonder where they're gonna take the next saga. You know, do you think they'll take it to like the end of Z? What? Like with Oob and stuff? Like where, like the the oh, bounds where GT know. went? I don't know. I hope we see Oob. Like, I mean, they've mentioned him three times, like yeah. in Super. So, like, I don't, I don't see why they wouldn't add him to the picture. But either way, it's gonna be dope shit, man. I can't wait to see a dragon. What? what the future Dragon Ball holds over all of our heads. Now we got to watch the uh, English dub. Yeah. I want to hear Jiren, what Jiren sounds like. I don't even think they've got that far yet. They're still no, in... Uh, no. Where are they at? I was just looking the other day. Not really sure. I just I believe they started... They have to be in the Tournament of Power <laughs> by now. No, I don't think so. Wait, I'm going to leave this page up here. We can figure that out. They're somewhere in, like, maybe the 70s. (coughs) (coughs) Oh, 57. Really? Yeah. Well, click on it. I want to see. Oh, you're looking, reading it. Got Zamasu. Oh, Oh, they haven't even seen Vegito yet. Yeah. I could have swore that's already happened. They must have had some break, some big break or something, because... It's possible. Huh. They might break between seasons, whatever. Yeah. They might have break a lot more than the Japanese did. It seems like they have tons left, man. It's crazy. This one just came out the same day that the finale ended for Super... They're really behind. Episode 57, March 25th. Mm. And that's when the finale was. But yeah, so that is our episode. I'm glad we got to catch up on Super. Uh, quite an experience. Like, There's a lot that could have been better about Super. But I'm just glad to have been able to see what I've seen. Like, <clears throat> Some of the most amazing shit I've ever seen happen in this, uh, this saga of Dragon Ball. You know, also some of the dumbest shit. You know what I mean? Some yeah. of the stuff that's questionable at best. But, you know, whatever. It was worth it. New Dragon Ball. It's better than fucking GT, so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I liked I liked some of the stuff GT had to offer. but Oh, some of, the, yeah, some of it was awesome. Baby is dope. Baby's dope. Super 17 was dope. The Dragon Shadow Dragons were pretty dope for the most part. The you know Super Saiyan 4 was awesome. And it was pretty much the whole first season of Super kind of sucked. Of GT kind of sucked ass. It was dumb. Looking for the Dragon Balls and shit. Vegeta's mustache is pretty OG, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, so, yeah, well, uh, I'm... Not sure what we'll be talking about next. Uh, potentially, we'll be talking about Ready Player One, uh, book and movie. So I guess keep po- keep posted, and we will let you know. Yeah, yeah, we'll do what we can. I still have the notes for the book and stuff oh, yeah. too. So Ready Player One is killing it at the box office right now. Yeah, but yeah, we'll be back. We'll be back next week. <laughs>